So today's guest is Catherine Emery. I'm very excited to finally chat with her. I've known her for years back in the day when she worked at Home Depot. She's really responsible for helping guide that brand into the number one retail that it is today. She's been around home improvement for years. She currently has a website called Be The Best Home. You can find her on all of social media. She's a TV presenter. She gets products. She handpicks the best products for your home, gets them on Good Morning America, Home Shopping Network. She's all over your local TV, national TV. She's really everywhere. So again, Catherine Emery is kind of the face of um, home improvement, home technology, home products that if you're watching TV, you're bound to see her. So I'm very excited to have her here, even though we're not on camera. All of her vivacious energy just, you know, will pop through the uh, through the microphone here, and I'm sure you'll enjoy this chat as much as I did. She's also a genius at branding and content marketing, and I always need help with that, so I jump into that as well. So here's Catherine. Catherine, thank you so much for talking to me here. I've just finished up wrapping a National Hardware Show so fun. interview for you and with you. So, yeah, this is all so fun. And now we this can talk so about good. you, which is I know. Well, th- a little right? more comfortable for me um, to talk to other people about themselves. I'm not, I'm, it's a little tougher for me to, to talk about it's myself. It's so, so funny, too, because you know so much. You know so much home improvement. Like, I just want to, like, crack open your brain and see how many product projects. If I could just put all the writings of Timothy Dahl down on paper. Well, I think it's know, because like, maybe I've just been around for yeah. so long, so that's, that's all it is. <laughs> but, um, but I was just thinking about you, your career, um, and how you really have a unique – you have a unique thing going on with what you're doing right now because I think of I think I'm a little unique just because I had that corporate background working in home improvement, working for a media company, mm-hmm. and now I'm doing things myself. But you kind of have that. You've been on both sides of the fence. Yeah, it's with, similar. Yes, yeah. So you know, I, I mean, I can you know, th- and why I think is because you were at you, know, you were at this old. Oh, sorry, Home Depot. Home Depot yeah, for seventeen a long time, years. Seventeen years, which is a long time. Makes me feel so old, but you know, no, no, it's a lot of knowledge. <laughs> it's street cred, I call it. It is. That's that's great. <laughs> um, so yeah, you were at Home Depot for for quite a while. So you were on that side with yep. the brand specifically. You know, you know what their intentions are. You know what Absolutely. they're looking for. Yeah, and so, and then you switched over to kind of you know being on your own. Uh huh. And. You know, working with influencers, working with media on that side, but also yep. engaging with brands. And so, you know, kind of everybody's motivations. And I, to me, yeah. I thought, who better to serve a brand, a company, than someone like yourself? Because you you know exactly what they're trying to hit, what their, their ROI is, the things that are important to them. Whereas well, somebody you. like me, I might not necessarily know the inner workings of how of what they need. So, sure. So yeah, I just that it's, just popped my head. That is so you know it's so well put too because it's like you know like you and I we've both been I, even before I worked in house PR for Home Depot I worked for magazines. In fact, I always joke I worked for Cat Fancy okay. magazine straight out of college. Okay. So I my favorite thing about that job was my outgoing message. Thank you for calling and have a perfect day. That's great. But you know I didn't get paid that much. Okay. And then I went over to the PR side of things, so the public relations side, and and obviously seventeen years of those were with Home Depot. But you're right. It is it's interesting, and I always like to tell people. 
like working with brands is really unique because you almost, you have to maintain your authenticity, right? So like you have, you know, obviously a channel here with Toolcrave or mine, you know, Catherine Nermy TV, you can find me on social media, usually on those channels. And like, you know, as you said, I go on news stations now with my own business nationwide. So anywhere from Good Morning America to, you know, Los Angeles to DC. So, but it's like, you have to toe that fine line between telling a brand story the way they want it told, because obviously there's corporate messaging, right? You want to, you want to learn about the specs. You want to learn about, you know, what, whatever the benefit is to the customer. But then as a storyteller, like you and I are, you have to maintain that authenticity because if I sit there and go on KTLA morning news and I just rattle off a bunch of marketing points, I'm not doing anyone a service because number one, I'm losing my audience because I'm not having fun with it. It's not authentic. So when it was funny, because right when I left Home Depot, I struggled with that because I know what brands want. So I tried to talk in marketing copy. And then the minute I, I did that for about a year, and then the minute I just let that go and any brand I work with now, and I work with some amazing brands, you know, like Rejuvenate, Rubbermaid, Quickie, Sylvania, Lightbulbs, GE, LifeX, I mean, um, you know, Greenworks, Heart Tools, Ego, I mean, Diablo, go on and on. I had to tell them, look, I will get your messaging across, but I'm going to say it in the way that I'm going to say it. And then that's what's going to get people watching. So no. yeah, that's so important because it's if so it's important. everybody as a consumer, you kind of, you get it when you're kind of being spoken to from a marketing person, yeah, from absolutely. somebody who's, who just has copy and they're just going to re regurgitate that. Absolutely. Whereas, you know, someone like you can really craft their story because like you, because you were in PR and you understand you know, what, what connects with people. Absolutely. And it's you personally connecting with somebody saying, Hey, this is, you know, this is working for me. Yep. This is going to work for you. But, but yeah, but kind of breaking through that. And because you don't have to deal with a lot of maybe stake, it's just you. It's like, it's so you're refreshing. Helping, you, you know, you can kind of, yeah, you can just like do your thing. And it's yeah. probably was a relief in some ways, maybe leaving Home Depot and not Absolutely. having to have all of those people checking things and whatnot. And you can like, Hey, this is what needs to be done. And then just being able to do it. It's so you so funny to say that. So I so I actually worked for Home Depot, as we said, for 17 years. They a new corporate regime came in and they wanted to, and I'm doing air quotes, relocate my position to Atlanta. So I love Home Depot. I would, I wouldn't, I would have gone somewhere eventually, but I was kind of forced into it. But I'm so thankful for the core, I call it corporate training. Like I was a corporate soldier. I know how to put together, I know how to communicate. And that's one thing people should really think about is communication is key. Even if you, you know, make sure you're precise, you know, if it's a business associate, don't, don't abbreviate words, like put together a, a good sentence, you know, don't over communicate, you know, but, but put together a, a fluid, something that you want to say, have something in plan, kind of have an action plan and that corporate training really, and just how to approach someone, how to get someone's attention, how to gain their respect, how to communicate well with them, how to report back what you've done. Cause a lot of, a lot of people will get business and say, okay, I want to post your stuff on social. I want to bring your stuff on TV and then I'm done. And they walk away. What I do is I put together Together. I'll, I'll gather the link. I'll tell them the impressions. I'll send them back. I'll send some pictures. You got to close that loop because they're going to remember and go oh, when it's time for them to scramble and put together that corporate report to their boss that probably approved the invoice that they paid to you. They go, oh, I remember that. She got those hits. She got that hit in Los Angeles or, or Phoenix and Yahoo News. And it was awesome. Let's hire her again for this next product. So that's how I get people coming back is, you know, just being true, being authentic, really believing in what 
I'm talking about, but then kind of packaging it up and reporting it back because that communication in and out is almost as important as the job you do for them. Interesting. Right, right. I, You know, one thing I see too is when um, the, the stories that you're telling about these different products, are these brands, are they presenting you with with something to work with or is it really just like, this is what we've done, here's a sheet and then kind of you do your magic. Yeah, is that's that a great works? question. It's it's hit and miss. So some brands will come and say, hey, I've got a new product. Like Sylvania came to me. They've got this new true wave light bulb that is light that gets as close as you can get to the natural sunlight. So they say, hey, we're launching this. How can you tell our story? So a lot of times if it's a theme or season, I'll build a story around it and I'll put other products with it. Now, all the products you see on TV with me, I don't get paid for all of them. I always have to tell a good story first. So, and a lot of the products I actually hunt down. I I stock them. I I love it. That's a love. Loving term, obviously, I'm right. not like in their bushes, like looking in the window, yeah. but like, you know, like Father's Day gift ideas. Like I had a clear idea that I wanted like a great tool brand. And, you know, so I've got heart tools in there. They're a new Walmart line. I've got, um, I've got Rubbermaid. It's like a garage storage organization system. And my idea was, and then I've got these uh, new misting system at Lowe's, amazing misting at Lowe's. But my idea was do a project with dad. So I kind of build the story and then I look for brands or if brands come to me with really cool products, I'll see if there's a current story I can fit it into and I'll kind of alter the story that way. Because you've got to tell the story above and beyond or people aren't going to pay. Who cares? If If it's not cohesive, you know, if I had a shower curtain and a lawnmower and a light bulb all in one segment. People go, what, what is she talking about? What, right. you know, why? So I always try to have a theme and then I go after that. And even if I don't make money on it, I'm still telling a good story. And that's what gets me invited back to the TV stations. Right, right. I mean, you're kind of bringing that influencer side of things into directly with a product. So yep. the way that I think the kind of the rise of the influencer, the rise of the, the DIY YouTubers, because they were already telling stories. It was natural for them because they were using a product. They were yep. doing something themselves. So that that's something people, you know, connected with that compared to some of the corporate messages. Yes. And so, again, thinking about you, thinking about, uh, thinking about the stories, again, that you're telling, you're kind of – you can do that. For these brands. Absolutely. Because you understand the influencers, you know, you understand that process of telling that story. Yes. And I love that they brands listen to me, which is nice because inside Home Depot, for the whole time I was there, I managed what they call the honor homers. So it was the apron associates that would go on. So, you know, if you flip on ABC in Boise, you flip on NBC in Tampa, and you see like, you know, Debbie Hernandez or, you know, Sue Monday on there talking about the products, I was the person that would write help write the stories for them train them, get them on air. So it's kind of, it, it is a whole process though. Cause you know, you've got to get the good story. Then you've got to get the producer at the TV station interested. Then you've got to get on there. And, you know, sometimes you'll have something in there in your story and they'll say, okay, I, I, you know, I like the light up toilet paper roll holder from Delta and I like the Brondell toilet seat, but you know, oh, I don't like this product so much. So put in a new product. So you just have to be nimble and, I think more than anything, it's like you can't always look at like money. You know what I mean? It can't always be about that. It needs to be about just being passionate about what you do and really liking what you do. Like I really love – 
I, who knew I'd be a home improvement geek, right? Yeah. Timothy, I'm like, why wasn't I like a sommelier? Like I could be a wine geek. Why wasn't right. I a travel? Like I could be in Italy right now, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. But it's like I got into Home Depot in 2001. A headhunter found the job for me. And okay. I thought to myself, what the heck am I going to promote at Home Depot? And here, there I was 17 years later. But I mean, I love it. Everyone has a home. Everyone's always looking to improve their home, whether it's an apartment, whether it's a room, whether it's a mansion. Right. There's always something you can do to it. It's just a common thread through through everywhere. I mean, through United States, through the whole country, right? So it's just, it's been really, it's been a really fun industry to, to be in. And hey, that's how we met too, yeah, which no, is great. I started together. stalking you yeah. early in your, the Charles and Hudson days. Hey, include our product, right, please, right. in your website. <laughs> well, at yeah, that time too, you were one of the only people doing that. I feel like yeah. a lot of people weren't, the, the home, uh, that segment just wasn't what it is today. No, um, exactly. And there wasn't a big, you know, a lot of big budgets, I don't think behind you know things no. like that either but um but yeah no that was uh you know oh i was gonna say one of the things that's interesting to me too is that you i mean you're on tv so much mm -hmm. you know but you also have was it be the best home yeah be the best com. home so you kind of yep. you know you don't have people don't have to be connected with just you know these different tv spots you're, no, you're, you're sharing all. it through instagram yep. through your website and YouTube. so you have your own other media platform that you're doing at youtube 100 yeah. yeah that's the ideal and now like you were just here as a guest on you know the national hardware show i have a host i'm a host on there so i would that's what i would would love my next iteration is to be some sort of a home improvement lifestyle host on some show. I would love like a, you know, woman on the street roving around talking to people. I really just love, that's one thing that's really prope propelled me in my career and kept me is, is the relationships, is just helping someone out and talking to them and taking just a minute to listen to their story and seeing like, hey, could we potentially like enhance each other or work together or like, and, and when I was at Home Depot, you know, I would go to these golf events and I was the one PR person with a sea of thousands of vendors and they'd all want my ear. And it's like, I would take the time. Yeah. Tell me what's your product. Oh, great. And listen to them in tenfold. It has come back to me because they'll remember, oh, I remember you at that event. You made me a s'more and listened to me talk about my new generator. And it was awesome. Right. Like the guys now like, all right, let's do business. And it's just, it's funny, full circle. So it just, it goes to show too, no matter what business you're in, just take a minute, make that connection with somebody, you know, and, and respond to that email, even if it's a no or, you know, respond that text. Nobody calls anymore, but if it's important, pick up the phone and call, go in person, make those relationships because that really is what, and then someone, you know, someone sees a perfect product. Oh my God, you know, Catherine Emery has to promote that product. You got to call her or, you know, like Toolcrave has to cover that item. It's an amazing, pro you know, it's like, that's, it's just that channel and that network. And if you, if you really like it, it's effortless. And if you don't like it, then it's not maybe the right business to be in. You know what I mean? Because it really is just such a relationship built business. Right. So somebody who's been in this world for a long time, if I was a small, medium sized company, maybe I didn't think I had, I had the budget or maybe I didn't, how, how would you convince me to kind of use my budget to engage with someone like yourself? And you know, make it, how would I know it's worth my while? That's, that's, oh, that, that, the worth your while is huge. The ROI. Because a lot of people have been burned a lot and people like sure. get scammed and then they never want to do it again and they're scared and, you know, they just need to have, the, you know, be connected with the right person. Absolutely. To kind of take their business to the next level. No, but they don't absolutely. Know how. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, return on investment is huge. So in public relations, it, which is, which I've been in forever, it's hard because, you know, social media is, 
you put the you put the product up, you click through, you can measure it pretty accurately. So you know if you're in if you're in that business, obviously having reporting to show people like your results is always good are always good. But public relations is influencing people, so it's more like brand names. So someone might see a product that I talk about, but they might not go buy it right away. So <clears throat> it's just I would tell brands, you know, it's a little bit of both. You know, you want you want to obviously just just be out there first. First, formulate your message. Like, what is your message? What do you what are you trying to communicate? You know, whether it's like an enhancement, lifestyle enhancement, or just our product. Get your product messaging down. So that I would spend that before I spend any money on social media marketing and advertising. Because if you don't have a message and a clear path to how people are going to purchase your product, okay. then you're wasting your money. If you go out there and have a bad experience someone that sees content that's not accurate, they're not going to eat, whether it's social media, whether it's on TV, whether it's, you know, wherever marketing, advertising, SEO, they're not, they're not going to get it back. So first really invest in developing that and partnering with, you know, people like people like us that are content creators, like true content creators, but don't just get any content creator, get a content creator in your space. Don't go get a content creator that does beauty and lifestyle. If you're trying to sell a hammer, you know, go to those, go to those hardware people really go, because it's funny. I have, I have brands that will have other public relations agencies and they'll say, oh, they're trying to get us all this publicity. And it's like, but do they even know what your product does and how it works? If they don't know that, how are they going to talk to, how am I going to convince you? Because when you're in like, when you're trying to convince, whether it's social media where you're trying to convince your reader or your viewer, or it's in public relations where you're trying to convince an editor to write about it, you got to know about what you're talking about and you have to have a clear, concise message and you have to be passionate about it. So if you don't have that, so I would say initially, oh, get in, get on the ground level and invest in a good content creator and really get like a good kind of press kit messaging down and then decide. Do I want to spend on social? Do I want to spend on SEO? Do I want to spend on PR? Do I want to spend on broadcast? And I mean, I like sprinkling a little bit throughout all of it. You know, there's some people are like, oh, it needs to be all social media. Or it needs to be all this. You got to try it all because you're going to get all those different, you know, like the Gen Xers probably watch TV a little more. The Gen Yers and millennials are on social media a little more. So who's your, who's your audience too? So there's, but like a content, good content creator could, could do that breadth and kind of have it like all encompassing for you. Right. I mean, that's really great advice because you don't want to leave the agency to come up with your messaging. You know, no. you don't want to live, you don't, you know, your business better than anyone. And like you said, you get that solid Yes. And then bring it to them and they can something they can they can work with. Yes. And even just give them an idea or or if it's a good agency, give them your product. Say, try it out for a month or try it out for two weeks. Here's everything it does. Here's the spec sheet. You tell me what you tell me what our messaging should be. But make sure it's not just, you know, five people in a room that have never picked up a hammer before right. doing a full tool line category right. review. It's like right. Right. you don't even know how to hold it. What are you doing? Right. Is it do you think they should, you know, do you think people should you know, try to engage directly with an influencer themselves or seek out these agencies and how do they, how do they find someone who's in their space? Yeah. I mean, you mean in terms of the, the brands? Yeah. The brand. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, it, it depends. I mean, it's funny cause I, you know, I could ask the same question to you cause you get a lot of these pitches. Um, I think, I think sometimes it's nice hearing from like the owner, but a lot of times, or like the owner or inventor, but a lot of times I mean, these owners and inventors, how do they know even how to get in touch with you? Or how do they know even how to look for people? So just like anything, I think you should utilize a category expert. So if you want press, you should go to public relations person. If you want social media, you should go to a social media person because 
they know how they know the best practices or it's tried and true, right? Like you got to pay for them, but they know what's going to work. They know, like you, we were talking earlier on the national hardware show five spot, which people have to tune into that too, about how like you would get these pitches that are like 10 paragraphs long and they haven't even gotten to the punchline yet. It's like a, a pr trained professional would never do that. Head subject, it's in the subject headline, four bullets, link, picture, can I send you a sample, what's your address? Boom. Like that's, but that's for me doing it for 20 years, knowing how to do it's that. It's like you nature know what for I mean? you, but totally. yeah, a lot of people, like you said, they, they never pitch. Also, they've never, it's different when you're pitching an influencer versus uh, a mainstream media. Absolutely. Things like that. Um, yeah. So I understand how that's. Um, and I would say too, for the influencers, be prepared to spend some money, right? Because like a lot of people think people want to do things for free. But I mean, I think people like product trades. I mean, you could speak to that too, because you probably get a lot of pitches. But like, just like anything, an influencer, they're they're running a business. Like that's a, that's a channel that you've got to be willing to invest in. Right. So I don't think brands. I think brands shouldn't expect to get things for free. Right, they should right. expect to want to invest in it a little bit, right? Yeah, and I think if instead of I think also kind of engaging or at least following the influencer following the media outlets 100%. and letting them know and seeing what their style is. Yeah. Like letting them know if they're very, obviously you probably would want somebody who's very open with, Hey, this is a relationship here. I was, they provided this product. This is what I think. And you know, if they have your style that you really jive with, totally. then you know, they're on track with you. Sometimes maybe somebody's you know, has a big audience, but if that doesn't quite, if it doesn't quite fit for you, then you shouldn't, you don't need, because the, the audience doesn't right fit, then it's not the right. Yeah. If it's a, if it's a, if it's a beauty expert and she has, you know, 500,000 followers don't 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 picture the don't picture the screwdriver although maybe but you know don't picture <laughs> the don't picture the mower you right. know what i mean like it's just that's the thing too and 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 to your point do you really want is her are her followers or his followers going to care right so you got to think even if it's a smaller following like is it, that's an authentic following so if it's if it's 500,000 people but 499,000 don't care about your widget where if it's 10,000 followers and 9,000 of them are only there for the widget, be smarter. And, you know, that's the whole micro influencer. We've heard that term a lot this year, but I really think there's some, some authenticity to that where it's, you know, making sure and finding fresh voices too. You know, there's obviously a lot of tried and trues, especially in our industry, there's Titans out there, but I mean, and you, you being one of them, the founder, you know, of, of Charles and Hudson and tool crave. And I mean, you've been out there, like we, we walk the show floors with all of our friends, right? But, but I mean, there's also other voices out there. So like if it is a niche, like I did a hand sanitizer campaign um, just because, you know, tis the season to talk about hand sanitizer right. and we needed influencers and it was a really interesting demographic because I know all the tool and hardware folks, but like an ish, I mean, I guess, you know, you want it after the job, but you know, you just have to pivot. So okay. I need to make, you know, you need to be relevant to your audience basically. Right. Well, as a, that kind of ties in another question I had for you because so I, I look at you as a, a mentor in this space. I mean, with the experience you what have, an honor. and you know, I just I, I, it's easy for me to look up to what you've accomplished and what you do. So thank you. So for someone like me, who's yeah, I, I it's a part of my work that I do. But yeah. you know, thinking of a non-endemic brand to work with, yeah. How does is it um is that natural for me to pitch? Do I, again, I, I pitch the same story, the same sort of thing, but but the brand that's maybe it's not related to home improvement. Yeah. How would I get into those? open those doors? I mean, I would say that's a good question. You, you, it, I would say if you want to, so like, you know, you're in the tool space, 
I would, there's almost like, think of it like a spider web. Like your, your core of your core base is tool, right? So, but, but there's so many things related to tool, right? There's, there's cleaning, there's, you know, convenience, there's so many other webs in there. So I think you, I think you start getting outside of the web a little bit. Like, you know, you just kind of start going out and out a little bit more, kind of into more lifestyle stuff because it's then then your audience starts to get used to it whereas if it's just a hard tool one day and the next day you're talking about like you know the latest sunscreen it might just be like wait where did he go with that where if you go to tool to maybe a lawnmower outside okay now that we're outside let's use the sunscreen you know if it's like a natural flow You've got to like, as long as it's like, what is it? Six degrees, not six degrees of separation, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Just okay, kidding. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, okay, right? Uh-huh, but yeah. like kind of that, because that's what I find. Like I'm home improvement. Yeah. But like, I want to talk about other lifestyle stuff. Like I love music. I love, you know, I love travel. I like, you know, booze. I like food. I like all that stuff. So, and I consume it on my own. So technically I'm a consumer, right? And right. if you technically talk about, but the way I would, personally get into that is, hey, let's create an outdoor living space at home and make sure you have, you know, Don Julio tequila drinks to serve your guests and make sure you have music pumping from the Bose speakers. Like, see, it's like a web kind of. So that, that would be my advice is like, don't just completely like jump off the pier, like make sure those kind of slats, like, like you're taking steps to get there basically. Yeah. I, uh, I came up, I had a drug company come to me and it was kind of an interesting time. They had a story already, but it was like, you know, after a hard day of, of, of working on your yard, doing gardening, um, you know, your back might start hurting. You need these, th- you know, you there's say, a line. Say things. So there's something That's there and it works. And I don't sure. know if, you know, I was not so sure that, like you said, you talked about the abruptness of it and to, no. to drop that in there. I wasn't so sure, like, is this something I should like kind of. Well, I think it's good too, though. Yeah. Don't you think your audience? Well, and your 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 audience will know. Like, if you don't get a lot of likes or comments, or like, what the heck? But I think it kind of keeps you fresh too, yeah. because like, do you notice? Like, we have colleagues that like have these channels, and it's like the same thing over and over and over and over again. And it's phenomenal because I know if I need like a woodworking project, I know where I'm going to go for inspiration. But I like the varied, like there's the channels that throw out. That's what I try to do. Like I try to vary it as well. As you see, I've got a lot of different brands on there from like a bidet to a light bulb to a broom to, you know, I go luxury end to like DIY to some pro, but it's like, I like it because people are coming back and they go like, a, like I, I think a microfiber cloth is like the sexiest thing you can buy. Cause it's just the best. <laughs> right. It's like amazing. And people are like, you're such a dork. You love microfiber. I'm like, it is like the magnet. It's like a super magnet for liquid. But then the next day I'm talking about, you know, something else that it's like, I think I hope that people tune in because they're like, what you can talk about next, you know? So I think being okay. very variation is good. Okay. Otherwise you're, you're a one trick pony. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Like yeah. you want to kind of switch it up. I like that. Okay. I like that attitude. That, that right? approach. Um, so I know you've had a really big day today. I thanks so much for, we're, oh, we're sitting so out here seal beach, oh, looking so at the beautiful. ocean. It's amazing. This part of why you live in California. Oh, I know. But, right. Um, Whenever there's rain, I want like money back on my property taxes. <laughs> you're like, like, what am I, doing? I, I pay the most. Yeah. Right. We just did, I just did a 20 interview satellite media wow. tour. And then did uh, six interviews for National Hardware Show, The List, and That's honored crazy. to be on. We, we're kicking, we're, we're like firing up 
I, I stalked you again. Is, I say stalk in a loving manner. I'm like, when am I going to be on your podcast? Dude? Is happening. Like, let's well, I do appreciate this. you making me, you know, <laughs> urging me to kind of maybe start this up again. But yeah, no, this is this had to happen, and I'm grateful that you took the time today. So oh, thank me you. too. Always thank my you. pleasure. You know, I just think you're just one of the best. So you, it's Catherine. so great talking to you. Okay, we'll see you at the National see Hardware you at the Show. National soon. Hardware Show and World of Concrete. Yeah, that's right. We'll be there first. <laughs> yes, yes, it's we're can't opening wait up. for shows yeah. to open. Yeah. No, so excited. It is. It is. It's okay. awesome. You're the best. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Toolcrave. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Follow along with us for guest updates on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Toolcrave. And feel free to email us at podcast at toolcrave.com for guest suggestions or just to say hi. Thanks again and see you soon.